0: Welcome to the first episode of Haunted
1: America. Today we start our journey searching for the most haunted places
0: throughout America. Today we start in the beautiful state of California. This location is commonly referred to as the most haunted location in San Diego and all of Southern California. Today we dive into the haunted history of the Whaley House. Whaley's spirit, and sharp business knowledge, acquired in part from his education at Washington Institute, helped him flourish in San Francisco. Thomas Whaley capitalized on his success by establishing his own store on Montgomery Street. After a arson set fire and destroyed his buildings on Montgomery Street in May of 1851, he relocated to San Diego upon the advice of Louis Franklin who was a merchant that operated stores in San Francisco and Old Town, San Diego. Whaley set up various businesses with Franklin, Ephraim Morse, Francis Hinton, and even his brother Henry. He amassed enough money to eventually return to New York to marry his sweetheart, Anna Eloise Delaney, the daughter of French-born parents, on May 14, 1853. Now, shortly after marriage in 1855,
1: Thomas and Anna returned to San Diego. This is when Thomas Whaley purchased the land and began his journey to build the first home in California. By 1858, Thomas and Anna Whaley
0: had produced three children. Francis Hinton, named after a business partner. Thomas Jr., who died at just 18 months, but we'll get into that in a little bit. And Anna Amelia. Amelia. Later on in life, the Whaleys would welcome three more children, George Hayes Ringgold, named after another business partner, Violet Eloise, and Corinne Linthian. Lillian, my bad.
1: On May 6, 1856, Thomas Whaley began construction on his new home and proclaimed, My new house, when completed, will be the handsomest, most comfortable and convenient place in town Or within 150 miles of here. The two-story Greek Revival House was designed by Thomas Whaley and made from bricks created
0: in Whaley's own backyard. Brickyard, but okay. Brickyard. (laughs) (laughs) Upon completion, this house came to a total cost right around $10,000. The Whaley House was overwhelmingly praised as the first of its kind and finest home in all of Southern California. Now, we don't have to
1: wait too long for the first family tragedy. The first death actually came shortly after the family moved into the recently completed home. Their young son, who is just over 18 months old, died of scarlet fever, which is the bacteria that also causes strep throat. You have to remember, this is the 1850s we're talking about. The same kind of health care we have now is
0: not available back then. Today, this kind of death would be easily avoidable. Soon after the death of his young son, Thomas Whaley decided to pack up the family and move out to San Diego, move out of San Diego to San Francisco. Uh, however, Mr. Whaley was not ready to give up on his dream home just yet. Several years later, in 1868, the family which now included Thomas, his wife, and now five children, returned to the home.
1: Upon Thomas returning to the house in San Diego, the house quickly became relevant in the town again. The house became the headquarters for the city courthouse, San Diego's first theater troupe, a general store, and more. However, in 1870, local merchants decided to pack up and move to the new town,
0: which is now known as the Gaslamp Quarter of San Diego. In 1871, Thomas was away on a business trip. While he was away, men held his wife, Anna, and children at gunpoint for the courthouse records. You see, the merchants and locals who abandoned Old Town San Diego and moved into New Town wanted the courthouse to come with them, but Thomas refused. This led to many turning on the family. And obviously, this was not good for the Whaley family, as threats uh, were being made and actions were being taken against his wife and children while he was gone, and those threats and actions were life-threatening. However, Anna and the kids survived this incident. They would eventually lose the fight, and the courthouse in 1871 was relocated to Newtown, San Diego. But several years later, we would have another tragedy in the Whaley family. Two of the
1: Whaley daughters would marry inside the home. Violet, the younger of the two, married George Burt Colacci, and although she gave it her best effort, the marriage was unbearable leaving Violet divorced and full of despair. She was so wrought with depression that this would lead to the second death in the family inside the house as she decided she could not live with the shame and shot herself in the chest on August 18, 1885 with a 32 caliber pistol. She passed away inside the house at the age of 22 alongside a suicide note, which
0: quoted a poem inside. And the poem read this. Mad from life's history, swift to death's mystery, glad to be hurled anywhere, anywhere out of this world. Imagine that kind of sad and helplessness being implanted on the uh, inside of this house. I can't begin to imagine how Thomas and Anna felt losing two kids so tragically inside this once dream house. From the information I've gathered, Uh, Thomas soon moved the family into a new house, which he had built to get away from events that took place in his once dream home. The original Whaley House would lie abandoned at this time. Years went on. Thomas eventually passed away due to declining health issues. Thomas would pass away on December 14th of 1890 at the age of 67. Meanwhile, the old Whaley House remained vacant
1: and fell into disrepair. In late 1909. Francis Whaley undertook the restoration of the building and turned the home into a tourist attraction where he posted signs promoting its history and entertained visitors with his guitar. Anna Whaley, Thomas's widow, Corinne Lillian, Francis, and George all lived in the home in the old Whaley house on February 24th, 1913. Anna died at 80 years of age. A year later, Francis Whaley died on November 19, 1914. George Whaley died on January 5, 1928. And lastly, Corinne Lillian continued residency in the house until her death in 1953.
0: The Whaley House is still located in the Old Town neighborhood of San Diego and opened as a museum on May 25, 1960. It is managed by the San Diego Historical Shrine Foundation and is open daily to tours and even paranormal investigations. This one is definitely on our bucket list. I just wanted to touch quickly on another one of the ghosts that haunt this historic site, and that is the ghost of James Yankee Jim Robinson. It's on the property of the iconic mansion that Yankee Jim was hanged in 1852 after being convicted of stealing a boat. It's clear to many that he never left. Thomas Whaley himself, who owned and lived in the house with his family years later, had said that they could hear heavy footsteps going up and down the stairs. Visitors have reported cold spots and the feeling of their chest and throat tightening while in the home. Others claim to have seen him, an apparition that appears and disappears when you get too close. Many believe that Yankee Jim's spirit haunted these grounds before the Whaley house was ever built, and that's very possible. There are stories all across America that talk about how places built on known haunted grounds remain haunted by the spirits that previously occupied the area. That being said, these grounds were not only the last place Yankee Jim would take his last breath, but also for countless others. As before the Whaley House, these grounds were home to the gallows of Old Town, San Diego. After this history of success and deaths, and the Whaley
1: House remains well known as a haunted house. Top paranormal researchers flock to this location all the time in hopes of gathering the best of evidence. Visitors report piano playing to the smells of cigar smoke, child laughter, and crying, and this obviously has to be the spirit of Thomas Jr., right? I mean, it's said that guests and the staff from time to time will catch a glimpse of Thomas Whaley himself
0: looking down upon you from the top of the stairs. Others report feeling his presence stare you down inside the old courtroom. People have also reported smelling Anna's lavender perfume floating around the house. These types of reports happen at a lot of haunted locations. Hell, I've even smelt my grandfather's cologne just going about my normal day. It's just the spirit's way of letting you know they are around let's get back to the Whaley house. One of the lesser known things you may encounter while on an investigation here, or even a daily tour, is running into Dolly. Dolly is known as the Whaley family pet. It is said you may sometimes feel something licking your legs, or even a tail of an animal hit you as you're walking around the house.
1: The Whaley house has become so notoriously haunted, they actually made a movie about it in 2012. And we encourage you to check it out. It's called The Haunting of Whaley House. It's like $4 on Amazon
0: Prime. Honestly, the movie is pretty creepy. They do a very good job at making this house seem haunted as hell. And the movie is what encourages us actually to dive deeper into the history behind the Whaley House. We have a small clip here of the movie, so we'll play that quick. Uh, just gives a glimpse uh, into it. It's actually kind of a funny clip of the movie, um, whereas other clips are definitely a lot scarier. And the movie, like I said earlier, it's, it's pretty creepy. But, uh, be warned, there is some offensive language ahead, so, uh, that being said, let's get into it.
2: What the fuck was that all about?! just an earthquake not an earthquake earthquake. that was a portal my young friends it was trying to close but it can't so it's affecting our reality shit they broke my equipment
3: (sighs) you okay now
2: no i am not okay do you know how expensive this shit is you just can't run down to Walmart and buy a, a tri field meter. <laughs> Damn it! All of us uh, well, now, some stupid <laughs> ass ghost has to come and break my shit? Because it's okay. No, it's not okay! Fuck you ghost. Do you hear me right? Who the hell you think you are breaking a man's shit Do you know how hard I work for the I work a minimum wage job to afford this shit, and you're just gonna come and break it? Fuck you
1: Right be careful.
3: They're listening
2: good. I hope they hear me damn ghost can suck my dick Come on, ghost, where are you? Come on now, bang on a wall now, motherfucker!
0: Ray, stop it! Don't call them out! You'll make them angry! Good!
2: Where are you? Where are you? Ten years I've been looking for you. Ten years and nothing. (laughs) Maybe a noise here, maybe a whisper there, but that's all crap! Ray! If you're there, I wanna fucking see you! Here I am! Come and get me, motherfucker! (laughs) guess. <laughs> oh, oh,
1: get it because if any ghost breaks any of my equipment he is absolutely right that shit is expensive and I would be really pissed off I don't know that I would call him out to the extent that he did because well, you saw what happened
0: yeah that's uh, he got what he wished for and I mean uh, even though it's a movie there are certain reasons why you shouldn't provoke some spirits and that right there is kind of one of them but uh, if you're interested in the movie, uh, search it up. It's, I think it's a really well done movie. Um, the Whaley House has been featured in many historical documentaries, as well as a wide variety of paranormal and sci fi shows, uh, including Sci Fi Channel's Fact or Faked Paranormal Files and Travel Channel's America's Most Haunted, in which it was stated the Whaley House was the most supernatural home in all of America. Uh, for more information on the Whaley House and to read further into what we shared with you today, go to Whaley House San Diego. Com. Our last, last bit of
1: audio clip is from 1984 by CBS 8 San Diego. In this clip, they walk through the house and talk a bit about the hauntings. We just figured I'd be better to hear some of these people who have
0: been in the house itself. Alright, so here's that clip for you guys.
3: The house has been around since 1856. Who's making all those Hero Wars ads? Why does the knight always lose? Who stands to be? ...6, built by a merchant named Thomas Whaley. Some people say Thomas Whaley still lives here in spirit. We visited at night, naturally. That's when you'd expect spirits to come out. The Whaley House is a museum now, and June Redding has been the director for almost 25 years. A very pleasant, very rational woman who is convinced the Whaley house is haunted. There is no doubt in your mind, is there, that there are spirits in this house? Oh,
4: definitely. I think they'll always be here. I don't believe that they're going to leave. I think they're tied to this house.
3: She says the spirits are friendly. They never bother people. But she says they are present. The consensus is that there are four main spirits. Thomas Whaley, his wife Anna, a little girl who used to play with the Whaley children and a sailor named Yankee Jim Robinson. Yankee Jim was hanged for stealing a boat in 1852, four years before the Whaley House even existed. But the gallows stood right here, where the downstairs archway of the house was later built. The theory is that he's still
4: his spirit this suppo- house supposedly permeates this house. Um, it's manifested sometimes by footsteps, by walking. What did you think
3: when you first heard those footsteps?
4: Well, I I really wanted to ignore them, to be very frank about it.
3: But the sounds were hard to ignore. They were persistent.
4: And sometimes we would hear a sound of someone descending the stairs. Never came to the bottom of the stairs, but they would, it would fade out. Mm -hmm.
3: There have been other phenomena hard to explain. Mrs. Redding and others have heard music. The Whaley's loved music. There have been smells.
4: We get a wonderful perfume, which I think is French and belong to Mrs. Whaley. We get a fragrance of violets like dusting powder from the girls' room upstairs here.
3: And several times the yeah. smell of cigars you know, and no smoking is allowed in the Whaley house. No.
4: And the, so- the smell will travel. You've, you will swear someone's walking and smoking toward the front door.
3: Several times, especially around the holidays, there has been the smell of cooking. No one cooks in the Whaley house anymore. We didn't encounter any strange smells while we were there. We didn't see any apparitions, but sounds? Well, at one point, our audio man, Rick Corcoran, heard a scratching noise in his earphones. I was gonna check the mic and see if there was something wrong with the mic box, but... Why don't you do it? That? It hasn't been there all night. <laughs> it just started? Yeah. He checked the mics. They seemed okay. Didn't appear to be anything wrong with the mic, but it sounded scratchy. I heard some scratches there. It hadn't been there all evening. And then there is the matter of the ninth step. You see, there's a courtroom in the Whaley House. It was the county seat from 1869 to 1871. County records were kept here. But the city fathers decided to move the records. Whaley resisted that idea. So in 1871, some men broke into the house and took the records. Anna Whaley heard the commotion, went to investigate, and was standing on the ninth step of the staircase when she was confronted by the men. They had a gun. They threatened her and her children. And to this day, on that ninth step, the air suddenly becomes much colder. Really, it might just be a draft, but it is definitely colder. I, like I feel a cool. You
4: feel coolness here, you? No? That's right. No warm air rises. What are we getting a cool updraft for?
3: <laughs> there is a spot downstairs where June Redding is convinced something happened in the past. She says very often she can feel an invisible shield.
4: Right there. And sometimes it hits you, um, it'll hit you in a strange way. You'll get, you'll get a, a, a real strong chill from it.
3: I couldn't feel a shield, but it did feel colder suddenly. Legends have grown up around the Whaley house. There are stories of screams of bolted windows suddenly flying open. June Redding has witnessed none of that. But once she says she and another woman heard a man's laughter right behind them. It was loud and there was no one there except she thinks the ghost of Thomas Whaley. Proof of all this? Well, it's hard to come by. There are photographs that appear to show some kind of apparition. Then again, they might be shadows or reflections. The only real proof is to see or hear or smell something. June Redding has heard and smelled others claim to have seen, and they are convinced that even when the doors are locked, the lights are off, and all the people have left, this beautiful old house is still occupied.
1: They were still kind of not directly making a mockery of it, but they were kind of mocking it a little bit. But she's still saying all the same things that every single one of these people on these ghost uh, investigation shows say. Uh, But what really gets me is, if you notice, when you watch Ghost Adventures, Ghost Hunters, any of these shows... Uh, you don't really hear from the audio guys; they don't get on camera, uh, the camera guys, or or any of the other PA people. Uh, it's when they could—I mean—they have the best audio of everything that's going on, and when they have to speak up so much to where. Whoever's producing this show decides we need to switch to him and talk to him about what just happened because he heard something that he can't explain and it really meant something. Uh, That just shows that this is nothing new. We're just learning how to pick up on it. And we had a clue way back in the day, but we're really starting to understand a bit more. But at the same time, We may be not understanding anywhere near as much as we think.
0: So I think it's safe to say that the Whaley House indeed makes our top list of... Haunted America.